0: bro
1: Brandon it's all with the trombone yeah, it sounds like a trombone oh well fine don't be impressed you know you're impressed
2: I you
3: can
2: feel t- i grew up on the hbc it's just halftime <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it was
0: And the way he walks back, the way he walks back, end, it's like he just did nothing. And then he just walks back like, like, like he was just like, like he it was just,
1: some like like I do this,
0: <laughs> right? It was just nothing. He didn't take a bow, no nothing. He was just like, all
2: right, dude.
1: I don't going. appreciate you, Brandon, talking about what was the most important day of my life to you was Tuesday and shit.
2: This is this is the bit this is the downfall of living in California.
1: Yes, it is. We were just talking about this. Nisha and I were talking about this yesterday or the day before yesterday, because we really want Kid Austin to go to a HBCU. And so that means he ain't gonna be here in Cali, but we don't want him to go to a PWI and risk the shit that I went through, which is abhorrent racism from every level. So
0: Yeah, it's like I mean, what you got, like, you pretty much got Texas. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> unless you want to go all the way on the other side of the country. Are nah, we
1: going all the way. We coming to you.
0: You, you ain't coming to me. You don't we go coming to, to you. We going to live in your
1: place for a while while we get set up.
2: You don't want to um, go to North of State. No, nah, you don't want
0: to go to North of State. Now, North of State got a great band. but uh, Hampton's
2: cool. I almost went to Hampton. I got recruited by Hampton.
0: I, uh, no, fuck Hampton. But don't want to <laughs> no, no. Hampton, 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 is a private school. It costs yeah. like it costs like forty three thousand a year to go to Hampton.
1: Yeah, I don't want to go to Hampton. I think he <laughs> might go to like Alabama State University. I feel like all the Alabama schools are like uh, HBCUs except for Alabama and Auburn.
0: <laughs> Alabama State, Alabama State has some really good uh, people over there. That the 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 little white dude that was the drum major. That everybody was when he was in high school. That everybody was all on. He goes to Alabama State now, and he's a drum major a kid in his second year.
1: Um, yeah, okay. Is it a black school or not? Alabama you said State white is. dude, and I'm it like, I'm people talking. go to HBCUs. Yes, I know because that's what's close to him.
0: Um, no, just no. You white know, people just go there. Yeah, they be there. They be there. Yeah, uh, it's just not. It's like on average, it's like four percent. That
1: would be great.
0: Um. But he goes there. There's there's a bunch of HBCUs in in um,
1: North Carolina.
0: And no, the Alabama, you got you got you got Alabama, Alabama State, State, Alabama a Tuskegee. Tuskegee, no, you don't, you don't want to, go to Tuskegee. Uh, Stillman, <laughs> uh, Stillman, Talladega. Talladega got a huge fucking band program with no football team.
1: Nigga, let's do it like this. Hold on, they hold on, show, hold on. They just show hold it on. to other
0: people' games. <laughs> hold on, hold on,
1: hold on. Let's let's make this let's make this clear. Devin is not, nor will he ever be playing in the band. Devin will probably never want to listen to the band. Therefore, it will just be me visiting, listening to the band while I'm there. Like, let's go to a game. Yeah, I, thought, I
0: thought he played sax.
1: He played sax for like a year, and then he stopped when COVID hit.
0: Yeah, Pooh Bear was just like Pooh Bear last year was just done. She's uh, she's no longer playing the drums. I'm like, damn, you don't want you don't want to do flags or nothing?
1: <laughs> you know, it's 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 crazy that we're talking about this music. Because fuck Omar White, welcome to return to Oswald. um we're still here because they haven't said whether the lotto numbers are right or not.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, I could tell you what no happens.
1: no, no, no
0: but, um, but yeah, I told y'all about Omar singing in that closet. I told you that shit was coming.
1: It yeah. gets
0: worse, it gets worse.
1: that nigga's sw- like it's not really close in the office. Really, the song we gonna give him is "Swing Low."
0: Exactly, nigga. Like I was like, "Yo, that's that's what you went with." I mean, I get it. He's a baritone. When you think of baritones, you think of Barry White, and you think of "Swing Low, Sweet Chariot." Those are the two things that you think of when you think of people who sing baritone. Not really. What else do you think of when you what motherfucker who sing baritone?
1: The nigga from Boys a Men. Yeah, Baby, I know you left me,
2: but
0: that's, I don't that's
1: care. A, that's just him talking.
2: Like, you know
1: what I mean? Like, yeah, this is him talking. That's what I think of when I think of baritones. I don't even think of Barry Watt. I think about that talking as nigga from boys and men.
0: I think. No,
1: nah,
0: the first thing I think, you think of somebody with a bass like someone who sings with a bass or a baritone. First thing I think of is practice what you preach. Nigga, that's that's the first thing you think of. What
1: oh else? you just keep okay I can give you that. I would have thought you would have said that nigga from the temptations. No, nah, I like blue. I like blue, but the only the only time blue really get
0: to shine is on silent night. Let's be honest. No, he gets to shine on um wasn't Wait, that Papa was a Rolling Stone. What part do you think on Papa was a Rolling Stone?
1: And mama said <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's all he said, but like, the only time you really get a run is Solid night. Silent but that's night. a
1: good ass run, though.
0: That's a yeah.
1: We we getting close. We getting close to where they're gonna start popping up with these songs again. So prepare yourselves accordingly.
0: Yeah, because there's no baritones in the game right now. The Mm-mm. closest, the closest thing to a to someone who sings low enough to be even considered a baritone, but it's not really It's it's really Tyrese, and that's it. Like Tyrese nobody sings? else sings. Tyrese doesn't sing. Nobody else sings low enough. I
1: thought Tyrese rapped. I didn't know he sang. I thought he was black tie. What? Tyrese? You know heard sweet lady? No, he's,
0: he's just being funny. He's just being funny because that black tie shit never quite actually.
1: You know. Black tie, the rapper Supreme. You know, Nisha asked me to buy her that album. We have wow. black tie. We have black tie, my nigga. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs>
0: let, me ask y'all, let me ask y'all this question. Now, um, there's there's things that are happening with Kells, right? Your boy Kells. Yeah, fuck you him. Know. No, not my boy. boy fuck him.
1: him. Let's 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 I mean, rephrase I'm ta- that.
0: I'm talking to the people. I'm talking. To no, the they're people. not
1: his boy either.
0: Just wait. Just wait. Don't 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 try to cut me. All right, out,
1: I'm right. gonna give you moments. Okay, okay,
0: okay. So, you know, fuck came- that nigga.
1: Sorry, go okay, ahead.
0: So they, it came back up of people who said that they still listen to his music.
1: Ooh, that nigga! And, like three of his albums are trending now
0: exactly um so like he they were like he convicted he ain't gonna be out for no time soon even though like how long has he been in jail like do they do they count are they gonna count someone not long time enough soon? to learn
1: how to read Like, <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> long um, enough to get his ged
0: but then someone said uh, they were talking about marching bands and they said um like okay, so, like, should bands just kind of stay away from his songs? I know most of most of them have. There are a couple of bands that still play a song here and there, but it's not really anything, like, to write home about, but it's just like, okay, that's R. Kelly song. Yeah, stay really away from I Believe
1: I Can Fly, yes.
0: But here's the thing. I was, watching a, um, I was watching a video of a fifth quarter. A fifth quarter is when the band stay after the game is over and play a few
1: songs back and forth. Oh, that would um, be dope. What school um, does that? I want Devin to go there.
0: Most schools do that. Most oh, okay. schools do that. Okay. Um, dep- the length of the fifth quarter depends on where where you are, blah blah blah, whatever. What time the game is, blah, blah, blah. But um in the in uh Kentucky State, who's gotten really good, um, played I Want You by Marvin Gaye. Okay. That song was written about a 16, 17-year-old. It was so yes. Um, also, um, also, um, let's get in on. <laughs> <laughs> about a child. Um, so really? I, well, he was, they were having, they were, they were recording another song and they took a break. He looked out the window and saw this lady, uh, a young lady. She was about 16, 17. And he was inspired to make Let's Get In On. That lady eventually became his wife. Um, somewhere down somewhere down the line but at the time that song was made that woman was 16 or 17 years old so a lot of these songs are about kids of what we would consider kids so do we need to go get them all about the pain or are we just are we just putting
2: this on r kelly
1: okay so two things are going to happen here one r kelly was convicted and um I'm cool with that. If Marvin Gaye ever got arrested, I think he died before it could happen. I'd be cool with that too. If I mean if I'm looking at the shit right here, and yeah, um Hunter was 17 years old while Gay was 34. Yeah, get him up out the paint. Um what my issue is isn't that um they're playing his music, I guess that is the issue. It's that you're willingly making the choice to play the music. Like you make the choice. You know like like you, you you told me about this. I didn't know about any of this stuff with Marvin Gaye, but now that I know it, I can't unhear. It. People know about R. Kelly if they're playing his stuff willingly and they know what he did, then you're perpetuating. you're continuing to play something, which is then saying in some small way, I support this ideology. Also I disagree with that. It. Also, I disagree people, with that. White
0: people, white people. I just want to say this real quick. Y'all need to get sweet Carolina about the to paint
1: too. Oh, I oh, disagree
2: oh with yes. It. The problem with R. Kelly listening to his music is not what he did; it's that his music is about what he did. Like you, like yes. there's a yes. bunch of artists out there that do fuck shit outside of their art yeah. that you can yeah. separate the art from, not just music, yeah. but any art. James
0: Brown beat the hell out of me. I can't listen to R.
2: Kelly. You can't listen to R. Kelly. You're, You're basically saying, I like this song about a grown man lusting or sexing or raping or whatever the fuck word about a girl, a young girl. There is no separating that person from the.
1: Uh, From what Scar just said and what I just looked at at Wikipedia to show that it was true, the person he was singing "I Want You" about was a seventeen-year-old girl.
2: Yeah, he's lusting
1: after a seventeen-year-old girl, so that puts it in the same. of that's what I'm saying.
2: I'm saying just if you, I'm saying in the abstract, if you listen to the music of someone who does some fuck shit outside of their music, that in and itself is not co-signing the music. If I listen to College Dropout, that don't mean I'm co-signing fucking Kanye wearing a Trump hat. That just means I fucking like College Dropout.
1: Well, if you listen to College Dropout, let's talk about that, because I was curious about this as well. If I listen to College Dropout and Late Registration and the one with flashing lights on it, those first three albums, that's like years before he did the fuck shit with Trump. Yeah, but it doesn't matter it does you know matter saying? like in that, that in matter. that regard does it matter like the he, reason why i don't, I don't listen to Donda and i don't listen to whatever, whatever the new one like he you. did was well, because, because i know that fucking that's fucking after easy. he changed his ideologies to be this slavery wasn't was a concept and i fuck with trump nigga but before that yeah but it's also his business okay. matters
2: <clears throat> okay so
0: let me let me ask you this question because i know some people that have rationalized uh kills in the same way um some people say, yeah, I knew about the, the, you know, I had a feeling about the Aaliyah stuff and what everyone was saying. I just thought it was all rumors, but I just kept it moving through all of this stuff until it really came to a head. Um, well, I mean but that's true to because, some extent. To because some I let it, because I let it slide, I can't turn my back on the stuff that I already knew and I already loved and that I already cared about that I already played. I
2: didn't know anything about R. Kelly shit until the tape came out, and I stopped listening to him then. But it up into the tape, I didn't know anything about his history. Okay, so I didn't know so, so
0: so would you still be willing to listen to anything before the tape?
2: No, no, because he's. I can't listen to R. Kelly because he's talking about the fuck shit that he does. Yes. That's like,
0: true. I, like
1: is well, not literally, talking about literally but that's what I'm saying. Co-signing. Kanye's not talking about fuck shit and any of his stuff prior. T- I don't even know if he was talking about it on Donda and whatnot. Not I don't know. About it it's just not I think good. the folks just canceled him. Honestly, no, it's
0: just not good. No, no one ever gets canceled.
1: It's no, but what good. I'm saying, what I'm saying is I think the folks just were like, you know what? We don't fuck with Kanye. No, people don't ever get canceled draftfully, right? No, it's but not I even think-
2: that. it's just not good.
1: But no, what you're same. asking me, what you're asking me is to make an equivalent between R. Kelly's early stuff and Kanye West's early stuff.
2: No, no, I'm not now. And, and then no, like, I'm saying R. Kelly's stuff throughout his time, or was it, it was all was it Scar who, about who said that his, his stuff all like it was Scar. since he started is all about yeah. these young girls? It was Scar. The Scar said it. It's yes. all about these young girls. It so is I,
1: from the very gate. Like, I went back and looked at his shit with, um, with uh, uh, the public announcement, R. Kelly in the public announcement, where he's saying, Little Cute Ali has got that vibe on his very first fucking album. Fuck that dude.
2: Yeah, so I'm saying it, there's no separating that. No, you're literally, liter- quite literally propping up you like that mm-hmm. is literally what you're yeah. doing Kanye's like, is, is not even now kanye's not rapping about going to trump rallies and he's just it's, stupid yeah, and it's, and not, cages. it's just it's not, not good music it's if not he dropped through the wire to today like i could listen to that I could yes like, yeah, fuck kanye being a trump supporter but that song fucking nuts because he's, he's not talking about that. And the, and the fact that we let james
0: brown slide
1: We weren't around when James Brown, when, when Jane, look, two things. First of all, I've been thinking about this because I've been reading a lot of books for ratchet book club, right?
0: James Brown, BW, Jill Scott. Wait,
1: wait, wait. wait. That was acting. What I'm going to say is this. (laughs) Um, In the sixties and in the seventies, from what I read when I read horse by Donald Goings. Them niggas were out and out lusting after little girls. Like everybody that they wrote about in these books was trying to turn out these little girls. Mm -hmm. So if he's writing about that, then that means it was in the streets and that means that it was looked at as acceptable. Yeah.
0: I, I got fucking afraid. It was but that was before
1: places. any of us were out there saying this is not right. We've made changes. And I'm not patting myself or y'all on the back, but change has been made where we all know now this shit don't fly. So the shit also, that,
2: It's also American culture, too, because yeah. other cultures, that's just. Yeah, they, they still
1: getting kids married off of the age of 13 and shit. No, that's not right.
0: I, I was. I I got weirded out one day I was uh, going to work one day and I was behind a bus. And this was in about March or so. And it said that the the age where they start going after girls for trafficking was 13. This is March, my daughter had just turned 13 at the end of February.
1: I'm going to tell you right now, you ain't got to worry about you ain't got to equate it back to my daughter or my whatever had just turned. You could just say 13 and everybody should be sufficiently
0: like, no, I'm saying this. This is how, how it hit me personally that day. I'm just driving to work. And then that's that's on the back of a fucking bus. And just my heart just fell like fuck my daughter just turned 13 and like for anybody's daughter that's that's in this age range, they have to be super fucking afraid i mean i know i am
2: but yeah that's that's to me the difference with r kelly and other fucked up people yes is that because- it's like i'm listening to him talking about like
1: feeling on a 15 year old's booty Mm-hmm. Like what am I doing, dog?
2: Like what do you? What am I doing? You yeah, can't like, be he,
1: sitting there cleaning up your house listening to this. Shit.
2: Like what am I doing? Like I'm listening to him talk because you know he's talking about little girls because that's been established.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and
2: and so, like in, what am I doing?
0: And ignition is uh, relating uh, sex to a child.
1: 12 plays relating sexual child, like the whole goddamn album. I'm going to tell you step-by-step how, you know what? Fuck this shit. However, it is extremely important that we're having this talk right now because it seemed like this entire episode, episode four, welcome to return to Oswald. I'm Derek. That's Scar. That's Brandon. This entire episode, next stop Valhalla had a really 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 deep attraction with sexual assault like that was the theme of this episode it cannot be denied that that was the theme of this episode and it was shown graphically throughout the episode
0: bro I watched this episode maybe about three hours ago and I didn't walk away with nothing like i I didn't walk away with nothing like I did there was nothing that just really just kind of stood out to me. Like it was just like, all right, that was an episode. That's just kind of how I felt. That was an. That's how they
1: all are getting now. Like that was an episode. That
0: no, 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 no. Previous episodes, it was like these parts were so bad that they're memorable. This is just blah.
1: Well. The first thing that happens in this episode is that the random inmate, we find out his name is Jamie, and now we really know he's going to die. And I just want to remind y'all niggas, I said he'd be dead within two episodes. Well, he walks up on Chico in the shower. Chico's got his back to him, and he literally puts the knife in Chico's back and could have just shanked him. Chico's like, Jamie, what are you doing? He literally he literally stopped him like a father. He stopped him like fucking furious <laughs> like furious stop Trey when Trey was walking out the house with the gun put the motherfucking gun down Trey Jamie what are you doing
0: he fell for the most like he obviously ain't watching no movies if you're gonna
1: fight if you're gonna stab me at least stab me in the front like why
0: i'm gonna stab you in the front after i'm gonna stab you in the back first so you're incapacitated enough for me to get these licks in the front i'm not just gonna let you turn around
2: but he
1: poked him in the back too like hey i'm here
2: i know it is kind of a manly world so like stabbing nah. someone in the back nah. probably
1: gets you look nah, not, you not at when you. i'm trying to murder you
0: shaking somebody is manly
1: <laughs> if you do it to somebody's face nah no i can't roll with that hey scar go ahead and sing the theme song though about uh why he should have stabbed somebody in the back (laughs) (laughs) no I'm, I'm, i'm good scar when scar and i played call of duty that was how everybody died scar wouldn't even use a gun he would just use the knife on call of duty and just run around at top speed singing backstabbers by the ojs while he stabbed you in your back and you would die
0: because when it, when you stab somebody, it said backstabber at the top of the screen. So, like, I just kept thinking of the song. So I just kept saying. And then, you know, I would just say, they smiling in your face. And then just walk off because, like, there was no point <laughs> of staying there.
1: <laughs> so there's literally no logic in telling somebody, hey, 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 Chico, hey, Chico, turn around so I can stab you like a man.
0: Nah, son. We've seen all the ways this can go bad. If you want to shank somebody, shank somebody. But see, what he wanted to do, he made the mistake of wanting to evangelize his new savior. Mm-hmm. And that is the reason why he gone.
1: And told him straight out, I'm here to, I'm here to murder you. Yeah. I'm, I'm here the, to murder you, Bob.
0: In the name of the
1: Lord. That shit was hilarious. He literally told him, like, What are you doing, Jamie? I'm here to murder you. Can I, can (laughs) can can, silence while I fall the character? I'm I'm here to murder you, and it's like, why the fuck would you tell him that? The fuck you
0: doing, Jaime? Sorry, bro. You gotta die. That's just how it is. Wait, at least do me in the front. Let me die like a man.
1: You know how it is. He couldn't go man to man. So he lost. Well, look. I'm not going to get if I have the jump on you, why am I going to take time out to give you an advantage? That's like me and my boys jumping you and then saying, "Get up, man. Get up. No, 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 no. Wait. No, wait. That's not like that. That's See, like me That's like me about to jump you and swinging at the back of your head and then touching my fist to your back so you know my fist is there. And then I say, I'm going to jump you. You know how it is. And then I'm oh, like, see, you know what?
2: And that's why you don't see. That's the difference between you and a and a real nigga like me.
1: Because I don't
2: try to jump you from behind. I say, let's go. Turn around. Once you one on one, mano a mano. If I lose, so, I lose. If I win, I win.
1: So what did John? Man, oh, wait, 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 Hold wait, wait, Brandon. It, okay. That don't make no sense. You're not trying to fight. some. This ain't a fair one. This, is a, this, this is ain't a fair, fair one, one, bro. This oh, is literally, roll. I'm you stabbing you while you're next? butt naked in the shower. And exactly. why did he go in butt naked?
0: Yeah. Yo, let me tell you something. And this is. This is you
2: can't go into the shower room with clothes. This is, well, there's this no cops, something. obviously.
0: Nigga, let me tell you something about about this guy. The guy who played the, the, the dude who fucked everything up. This nigga graduated from Juilliard. He graduated from Juilliard. And this is, mm. <laughs> this is what he came up with. This is what they wrote for him. Like he's a he's a graduate of Juilliard, bro.
1: You know what it is. I didn't I didn't I didn't say that right. I don't feel like my inflection was correct. Can I try that again? You know what it is, bro. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. And this shit is still getting this got eight and a half stars on fucking IMDb. These are your oh, people. I, These are your people.
0: This, I don't understand this shit. I don't understand this shit at all.
1: This is yo people. So Chico <laughs> asks him to let him do him from the front. And this is let him turn around and Chico kills him. Grand opening, grand closing. That's pretty much it. <laughs> so then uh, Alvarez goes to see Ray and he's like, I feel bad. No, no, I'm sorry. Let me start over. Alvarez is being escorted to see Ray by a cop. And he tells Ray in front of the cop, yo, I need to make a confession. And Ray's like, you know, you can come back Saturday at 7 o'clock. And Miguel's like, no, now. And then he tells him, you know, I feel bad because that guy died.
0: Okay, so this- That's this a waste episode, of a
1: confession time. Like, that's what
0: you had me throw him out for? This this episode is ranked 24.
1: Fuck your the, rankings.
0: On the 56 episodes of Oz.
1: Fuck your rankings. Fuck your book. Fuck your quotes. Fuck your ideas. Fuck your standings. They're wrong. I'm right. This was not anything past the second half of the fourth season should not even be in the running.
0: Bruh, I'm just saying. I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm not saying anything other than the fact that it's ranked 24, it's halfway.
1: And that's not right. That's not right. Bye. That's not right. Want to do this, this fucking early in this fucking episode, but that's where we are right now. Bye. Um so yeah. This nigga Dylan, he, Ray stops Miguel to tell him and Pastor Dylan just disappeared. <laughs> and we don't and I don't know what to think about that. What'd I don't I tell, know what to take what'd from I that.
0: What I tell you?
1: That nigga disappeared and nobody is looking for him. Nobody at all in the facility is looking for him. And we know that this is a few days later because Jaime is trying to stab Chico and nobody's looking for Dylan. Like, where the fuck did this nigga go? They didn't even follow up on it. At all. Like, Dr. Nathan, where's Dylan?
0: It was my patient,
1: dog. Where's where? Uh, did, did, see no evil, do no evil. Like yo, doc. Where's your patient at? I know that you just had the board come out here and get in your ass. Where'd your fucking patient go? You know the burn victim, the one with the face. <laughs> the one that <laughs> sound like this, claw, Where did he go? <laughs> the one, that, the one that looked like Deadpool. Where's he? The one that looked like a hot dog after you leave it in the microwave too long and it <laughs> bursts. Where wow. did he go?
0: The one that looked like the Wolverine Deadpool,
1: (laughs) the one that looked like a charcuterie board. Where he go? That
0: nigga nigga looked like um, when um, when when uh, Jim Carrey put the meat on his face and said, "Silence, the last That nigga looked
1: like when they do a close-up too far in a porn video. He look.
0: He looks like behind the ball. Oh my god! So
1: nobody says anything. Nobody cares, and he's like Ray is like shook, shook. Like I don't know what to make of this. Neither do we, nigga. What y'all ain't gonna talk about it no more? So it doesn't matter. You're just gonna live with this for the rest of your life, or are you gonna become a a, a disciple of Dylan now? Like what? <sighs> Anyhow, I'm sorry. That shit made me mad. It did. It 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 it. When he said that, like to mention it, and then just I realized that they weren't going to talk about it past that. Like that's the only thing they brought in. Can you take a look, Scar, and see if Dylan was doing anything else during that time? Like, is that why they just?
0: Um, let me take a look. I'll 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 take a look. Let's
1: see. Because that was like out of nowhere that they just decided that you know let's just. Quietly have him depart. Uh, Also, um, Tim McManus is talking with Alicia, who is the leader of a program um, where seeing eye dogs are trained by inmates. And he's talking with her. Um, And then the government liaison comes in, you know, his ex-wife. And I'm going to play this and then we're going to talk about it because I have thoughts.
0: That's why I created this program, Man's Best Friend, where prisoners do the training.
1: And it's worked elsewhere, huh?
0: Oh, better than we'd hoped. Sorry. My late.
2: Well, uh, she got here early, so we just kind of dove in.
0: Sure, I wait for little old me, Alicia Hendon, Eleanor O'connor, the governor's liaison. Nice to meet
3: you, please. Continue.
0: Having inmates care for and train these pups has been a perfect match. Sixty percent of the dogs qualified for placement. Ninety percent of the prisoners demonstrate a better attitude after their participation in the program.
3: Aren't there certain skills necessary to train a guide dog? Of course, but the skills are teachable. And the prisoners don't harm the animals? Well, we were worried at first, but what's happened
0: here is the dogs bring out the best in their trainers inmates go from having nothing to nurturing a life it means more to them than you can know you'll pardon
3: me miss hinden if i'm skeptical i think we should start small
2: sure the less people the less chance of success
3: i'm not saying the program will
1: fail no you're
2: just trying to guarantee it won't last
1: i'm trying to save time and money yeah right. fuck you tim she doesn't need to be at that job but at the same time i know why the governor wants her to be at that job
0: because she's the type of person that will say fuck you Tim
1: no because she's the type of person who's going to cock block everything Tim tries to do and right now she's talking with emotion because they started the meeting without her and it's a guy it's it's Tim and a a lady it's how it's coming off but the governor fucking hates Tim because Tim went over his head (laughs) to go to the senate so fuck you Tim (laughs) But you got to know that she's not supposed to be doing this job. She's not good for this. Also, this
2: is one of the finest women that's come in Oz. And they didn't even have a single scene where where the guys were like drooling over her. But every other woman that comes in Oz, they go crazy over.
1: See, and that's the thing. I think that they wanted Tim to play it straight in this episode. So then you could see that his ex-wife was just jealous. Well,
0: that's not his ex-wife. O'Connor's his ex-wife not his yes it's what you call his ex-wife the 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 guard no, the guy was mean, no
1: o'connor ex-wife. is manis's ex-wife huh the government liaison she's McManus's yeah, she, ex-wife
0: no i thought he said i thought what you call said that it was his
1: No, because remember in that episode, a few a few episodes back, they were in McManus's office. And she was like, this is why the smartest thing you ever did was marry me. The smartest thing I ever did was divorce you.
0: Okay, I'm confused. I must have missed that one because I could have sworn when she was introduced, that dude said, don't fuck her. She's my ex-wife.
1: No, he said, don't fuck her. You've already fucked everybody else in here. And McManus was like, it's too late. Already did. She's my ex-wife.
0: Okay. So I yeah, I got that all
1: wrong. And that's why I'm saying that this is a conflict of interest that cannot work out.
0: Yeah.
1: These two are still I'm not they're they're still at each other's throats a little bit. And the way she was talking, like she's trying to X this program out, she will kill a lot of programs because of McManus, just to spite McManus, but that's what the governor kind of wants. So I can see it working from both ways, but I see it work both ways on accident because I'm sure they didn't draw it up like that. Yeah. Um, so Augustus is going to sign up to work with the dogs as well as Alvarez and Pender's. And they all three Alvarez, get accepted.
0: Alvarez get, gives the weirdest fucking interview ever. Yeah.
1: Like I'm doing I'm doing this, I'm doing this to, to for my sins. That's yeah,
0: how, but it's, it's like it's like we, we don't want you to be in the program because you're violent. Yeah, remember that time I, I stabbed a motherfuckers ass.
1: Did eyes. you read about it? I stabbed a nigga.
0: I, and look. The dog like me, so let's. I should get a dog.
1: You can't say no to me, cause the dog done rolled over.
0: The dog like. I love me. dogs. I was
1: so happy seeing the doggies.
0: I'm not i I'm not an animal person at all. You
2: gotta get with the animals. Stop yeah. hating.
0: I'm cool. I because I'm never gonna be like some of y'all where y'all think that the animal is like a part of your family and shit.
2: No, no, no a, you're I,
1: poet.
0: That's a fucking dog. You know what I mean? Like fuck that shit. It's a dog. You're a poet. He's not gonna be, I'm not gonna be
1: IESC. Yeah, be. I can understand why Paul wouldn't want dogs around him because Rottweiler pit bulls in your neighborhood, if they're just off the chain, they always scared me as a kid.
2: Or off the chain because the owners was off the chain.
1: No, I mean, like, just at their, like, they'd be behind the chain link fence of their house or whatever, but they'd still run up and jump up on the fence and bark and shit. And as a kid, that would always scare me, like, always. And there was was never an adult outside with them to be like, yo, they're cool. They're cool. Yo, calm down, sit down, whatever. Those dogs would just be on the corner or they'd be in the backyard of their house. With the actual fence, like the wooden fence, so you couldn't even see them. And you just be walking, you cross the street and get too close. And all of a sudden, the dog will go manny and scare me all over again.
0: Yeah. Um, Pre puberty, I had an issue with a St. Bernard named Bear. Um,
1: them motherfuckers was say, big too.
0: I will say this. Pre puberty, I was so small that I used to look up to my older sister. Um, and she was one of the tallest people that I knew. My, my older sister is five, too. <laughs> That tells you how small I was. She was one of the tallest people I knew. Um, and uh, so I'm walking down the street, walking to a friend's house, and this dog is loose. Now, all I know is this is a big-ass motherfucking dog, and the dog wants to play, but I don't fucking know that in the moment. The dog just wants to play, and I'm, I ain't never trust a motherfucking dog
1: since. I understand. I mean, Brandon doesn't. No, I don't understand. You know, Brandon really, really, really has never had a bad experience in his life. I've had bad experiences. I just
2: don't. I just been lucky enough to uh, not repeat them.
1: Brandon, repeat Brandon is. We are all living on a different type of place than Brandon. Brandon, you are one of the most blessed people I know as far as experiences because you are one of the nicest motherfuckers in the entire goddamn universe. And I don't get it. I'm not nice. I'm an asshole. Whatever. Whatever. i asshole.
2: I just try to be nice.
1: I don't even know. I, I'm not even going to give that enough thought. Like if Scar said shit like that, I would actually posit it for a second and then be like, nah. With you, though, Nah. Nah. Anyhow, Penders and Augustus and Miguel get accepted and Penders fucks up immediately by looking at a dog and being like, is that my bitch? And Alicia's like, no, and we're not going to call them that. So you need to go ahead and get checked. They have to make sure that the dogs can work well with everyone, not just their owners. So she tells them to use love and trust and Alvarez is like, that's like conjugal and cigarettes. Two things that don't exist in Oz. And I was like, damn, still? This is so dope. I
2: would love to have it. If I was in prison, that would make it a lot better. We've seen people smoke, though.
1: Exactly. People are smoking. They're just not supposed to. Right. That would make life a whole lot better if I could have a dog. It would make life a whole lot better if I could have conjugals. You get the dog, I'll take doggy.
2: Who
1: says you can't do both? I could, but if I had to choose, I'm taking sex with my wife. So Boost Mollis has sent 200 letters to the no, you can't come, baby. I got a dog. <laughs> His name is Chowder. Um, Boost Mollis has now sent 200 letters to the station manager, Miss Sally, protesting the cancellation of the show, but they're all from the same address. And so he gets a letter back to Miss Sally will now be doing an exercise show, Sally Size. And that the show's never coming back. And I'm sure we'll sometime, somehow, continue to see her breasts on this show in upcoming seasons.
0: Why is it still calling Sally anything? That ain't her motherfucking name.
1: It really isn't. No, they said her real name. No, but they said the name of the new show is Sally Size. No, because... The people on TV know her as Sally. Yeah, they're building off her off her persona, which means she's going from doing children's shows to exercise programs and keeping the same name, even though it's a completely Punk's different name audience. AEW
2: is not Phil
1: Brooks; he's CM Punk. No, I'm saying it's a whole different audience, though. Like with CM Punk, yeah, with WWE and with Ring of Honor and with it's, AEW, they pulled the Wait, same people. Did CM
0: Punk call himself CM Punk when he did MMA? Yes.
1: He was
2: CM Punk in, in the UFC too
1: because they're and, all the same audience.
0: They, wait, wait, wait. That's not necessarily, but like, so he, so he didn't go by his name. Like, no, he know. was CM Punk in the Chris, UFC, Chris CM Punk Flanders or whatever the fuck his real name is. But like, he did. He just went by CM Punk. Yes,
1: because That's- he got paid more to use his name because of the recognition. That was weird. Sally ain't got no recognition with adults. I can't tell you who the fuck the nigga is from Blue's Clues right now. Like, I know Steve because my kids watched when Steve was there. So if the nigga from Blue's Clues switched over to another show and called it his, I would just think that was his real goddamn name. I'd be like, okay, Sally. And then she'd be like, hi, welcome to Sally's size. My name is not Norma.
0: This nigga Steve did a video and got a whole bunch of grown ass people all up in their motherfucking feelings. I'm just like, yo, this nigga blues. I mean, if motherfucking Optimus Prime did the same type of fucking
1: video,
2: I'm not gonna feel anything. It's fucking Optimus Prime. Like, I'm 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 good with you, dog. You know what I mean?
0: What, but people get so all up in wait, their
1: wait, wait. Optimus Prime did a video talking to people. I
0: said if he did, if oh I, you know because oh so nigga you're the Autobot fan. Fuck you, yeah, man. All this time, I didn't what? Nah, nah. It's look. I can't. I can't look. What? The same way that I can't roll with the. I can't roll with with, uh, the Barksdale crew because of Stringer Bell. I cannot fuck with the with the Decepticons because of Starscream. I can't, Nigga.
1: So I Starscream is like number seven on my list of greatest nah, villains of all just time.
0: The, just the fact <laughs> that he's there. It's just like I can't be on the same team as that.
1: Starscream is that nigga who's constantly going to management, upper management, talking about this is why I'd be a better boss than this person, (laughs) which reminds me. So, Devin's school had another tournament this weekend, and they lost their two games on Saturday, and they won their two games on Sunday. The problem is their games on Saturday were coached by their head coach, and the games on Sunday was coached by the assistant coach, and they won the games where the assistant coach coached. I'm just waiting for Starscream to come out. That's all I'm doing. I'm just waiting patiently because all the parents are like, yo, because these are the very first two games of the season <laughs> that they've won at all. And it was the assistant coach that did it. And the parents were coming up to him and whispering, I
0: like you so much better. Because
1: parents ain't it's, loyal.
0: It's the coach goes scream. I'm still functional.
1: You want to bet? <laughs> so um, let me see. Shit. Rebido talks to his son, uh, but decides not to tell his son about the lottery idea because he doesn't know if Brass actually bought the ticket. But then he talks to Brass, and Brass confirms that he bought the ticket, and I was ready to stop the computer. I was like, okay, we're building up to it. Brass goes back to Unit B, and he talks to Schillinger about who stabbed him, and he was like, I know it was one of the niggers. And Brass is like, how do you know it was a nigger? And he was like, because a white guy wouldn't have done it. And Actually,
2: he said A monkey.
1: A monkey. Thank you. And so uh, Brass is walking around trying to figure out who did it to him when the inmate next to Schillinger's cell asks Brass if he drinks. And Brass is all glib about it, and he's like, why? You want to go get a beer? And the inmate responds with, how about a blood piss puke shit cocktail and fucking gasses him, throws it in his face. Oh, God, it was so nasty. Because Brass, instead of closing his goddamn mouth, Starts going Aah! and just rubbing the shit down his face and into his mouth. Oh, I, I, I
3: had I, 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 I
0: had to look away. I just like, I did
1: too. I started typing. I couldn't even look up because and he's rubbing it all down his face and shit. And so uh, the shit gets in his mouth. Is basically what I'm saying. Why and is Dr- he still working there?
2: How is he supposed to? I mean, I'm not. This is, I'm not. I think he, I'm think not trying to. Say, I know what
1: you're about to say. You're absolutely I'm not right.
2: Saying people.
1: Uh, I. I'm not
2: saying people with disabilities can't work. That's not what I'm getting at. However, I don't think someone who has a ripped, a torn Achilles, not just like a torn Achilles, like severed Achilles, like your Achilles is severed. You can barely walk without support. Should be getting in the
1: middle of prison fights. But at the same time, at the same time, in his in 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 the in the uh prison's defense. They told that nigga not to go in there.
0: Yep.
2: They told no, him not but to go in. They put him in the cafeteria. cafeteria. He was at the no. front door checking Yeah because back. he cuz remember McManus told
0: him McMahonis told him to sue. They just they just like, yo, we just here so we don't get fined. Mm-hmm. At this point, um because remember, they put him at the front door. Mm-hmm. Cuz they figure like this this shit is going to happen right And here. then
1: he threatened to sue everybody. And so they were like, "All right, fine. We'll put you in the cafeteria." And then that nigga decided on his break to go get gassed. And by the way, I've read other versions of getting gassed where that shit is even worse because they mix Nair with our hair remover with piss and a putty so then it sticks to your face and it melts your face, your skin off. They mix it with lie and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Fuck that gassing is no joke like i'm
0: I'm, i don't know why that's the reason why someone tried to get me a long time ago when i was out of um when i was out of work someone wanted me to be a sheriff for the city of hampton because he was a sheriff for the city of hampton only problem is when you're a sheriff for the city of hampton you start in hampton jail like that's where you start before you can go out and like do other sheriff shit um you start as someone who works in the jail, and I and I was like, no, mm-mm. Mm-mm. not mm-mm.
1: for me. I don't care. I I just talked to somebody who was telling me about how great being a CO was for them, and I was like, that's excellent. Oh, you wanted me to say that I was no, 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 no. I got no. I got families. No, no. Not going to do that. Not here. Not ever. Um, So then Dr. Nathan tells him it's not her place to say. But he might want to tell his sexual partner what happened just in case, you know, you have AIDS or hepatitis B or anything like that. And he, for some reason, this nigga gets mad at her and is like, it's not your place. So now I know he has AIDS.
0: But I mean, to answer Brandon's question, uh, it's real simple. He's back there to try to figure out who the fuck did this to him. Oh, yeah, for sure. But and that's the that's the only reason why he's still there. The only reason why he's still there and why he came back is because he really wants to find out who did this to him, and he wants to punish that person. He doesn't want to punish the person who ordered it. He wants to punish that person. It seems pretty obvious from when he talked to Morales. He didn't give a fuck about Morales. He's like, yo, dog, I just want the person who actually did this shit.
1: Hmm. <laughs> So, you know, now he's gonna end up with AIDS and I know it or HIV. I, I just I I I just feel it. But 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 as long as he gets AIDS and not the lotto numbers, <laughs> we're good. I would rather he gets AIDS than get the lotto numbers right now. That's fucked up. Scar, I will stop this goddamn episode I right now. I, did. I will I stop this motherfucking I episode right now. I will quit. I've already promised I will I said, quit, Scar. You make one more face alluding to the fact said, that he gets a lot of numbers. I will walk. I will, I still got the fucking music, Scar. I will cash the fuck out right now.
0: I support this. I no, I'm all I'm saying is I didn't. Well, actually, I didn't say anything. So yeah, that I didn't
2: we
1: don't
0: even
2: anything. know we're gonna make it past the season finale. Given <laughs> what everybody on fucking Twitter's been saying to us for fucking a couple months now,
1: I don't plan on making it past the season finale. This is some bullshit. Oh gosh. Scar, I'm telling you, though, don't fuck with me, fam. I'm not in a good place right now. Like this is all some bullshit, and I, this show keeps getting worse and worse. You need I to just be it, supportive it. of your boy. Just I ain't said nothing. Just be supportive of me, Scar. I ain't say nothing. That's all I'm asking. Okay.
0: To nobody. I okay. Said absolutely nothing. Okay, buddy. Nothing.
1: Okay. Cool. Cool. Just, just be there for me.
0: Yeah, but let me let me tell you that last episode of the season there is going to be there's going to be some shit um and you're going you're you're i think if you're if you feel like there's any part of this that's going to make you rage quit now wait to episode eight
1: wait until tonight girl that's
2: what everyone on twitter said i can't wait episode eight i'm so excited is
0: the rage quit episode?
2: I've done that before. I quit Walking
1: Dead with that Glenn shit happen. Really for the Glenn shit?
0: I stopped. oh you mean under
1: the under the trash can? I think. No, whenever I think you, said whenever, whenever it? you said whenever, but whenever you said a Glenn, I think about him with uh, with with. Uh, oh no, that's when I quit. Yes, the I
2: almost quit with the trash can shit, but I really. Fucking Negan. quit with that Negan
1: shit. That's when I quit. Bruh. I was done. But that was the only thing that was actually true to the comic books.
0: Yeah, that I happened know, in the comic books. Like when it. that happened, I knew what happened. Yeah, but it was how they shot it. I I quit the comic books, um, because in the comic books, spoiler for the comic books, um, at the end of the prison when they when the governor and his people stormed the prison, they um everybody you know a lot a lot more people were alive at that point
1: yeah they were t-dog
0: um, uh, Rick went back to get his family and they're all running and he has carl and uh his wife has judith she was she's still alive at this point mm-hmm. and the governor tells them to open fire and they brutally fuck up the wife and judith
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i quit I quit for a while. Like I just put the shit down. Like they mowed down the wife and Judith, and then they turned, and then they turned on the governor right after for making them do that.
1: Did I tell you that I finished um, Invincible?
0: That's like all of it. It's some shit,
1: right? That shit was dope. Yeah, there's no way that they can make that look good in the in the cartoon. There's no way that they can make it work out.
0: Yeah, there's there's some things that they're gonna have to change. Yeah, but um. But no, I I almost quit um, Sons of Anarchy
1: <laughs> um, when
0: there was one one character that died and bruh, I was it well, what big my,
1: dude. I forgot what his name is.
0: Well, my my heart was broken, bruh. Like the big I was, dude,
1: right? With the with the beard and everything. I mean, they all o-
0: kind of had beards and shit.
1: No, but, the white dude, the big white dude, the the big the only one that didn't seem to be a, he looked like a big ass bear. The big white dude. What the fuck was his name? Op.
0: Op. Yeah, the dude, the dude from um from uh which you call it? Uh, uh 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 you know the movie uh Denzel <laughs> uh Denzel football coach uh
1: yeah he's one strong side left side
0: yeah he's he was he played Bertier yeah and remember Didn't the he? Titans yeah remember the Titans ain't nobody know because like he had the four he beard. had that
1: beard that big ass beard and the and the the beanie yeah. We're I mean, never going to do Sons of Anarchy. There's too much racism yeah. against black folks. Yo, that's but why that, Game of Thrones shit.
2: got it right. They had to jump. Well, I didn't find it, but they had their jump to jump the shark moment. The second to last episode of the series.
1: <laughs> so they had like, they oh, jump the shark I, episode as soon as they were like, okay, we're all out of books.
2: I might as well watch the last episode. <laughs>
1: <now>. <laughs> we're all out of books. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Fucking air Aria and shit. Return to Oswald. We'll be back after this brief break.
3: In a world, there was one podcast that made all others look like some little part-time half-baked ideas that should have been thrown in the trash can after being written down. That's a super long-winded way of saying that Drunk Theory Podcast is the best-kept secret out there right now. They're a bunch of idiots talking about conspiracy theories, and when these four come together, they have the capability to solve just about any question coming their way. But keep in mind, they're idiots, so sometimes they won't have the answer. But we guarantee you'll end up laughing so hard you cry or urinate in your pants. I don't make the rules here. So let Matthew, Kara, Kelly, and Ryan give you everything you never know you needed and more. Only on Drunk Theory Podcast. Available on all major streaming platforms. More conspiracies coming soon. hear ye hear ye the dishonorable weirdo abigail will now speak attention all weirdos losers
0: rednecks white trash aliens outcasts outliers sluts whores gangsters thugs poors and anyone else who the world and society don't care about i have a podcast for you
1: come join me at the manic pixie weirdo where we talk about all the different kinds of relationships we have in our lives from movies to math and suicide hotlines to sex. Join us every Saturday for a new episode featuring yours truly and other smarter folk. We need you and we want you with us. So come join us at the Manic Pixie Weirdo where we accept, respect, and value you. Listen on
0: Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: I'm Dawn and I'm Cole. Scottish Murders is a true crime podcast dedicated to people from or living in Scotland. Just
0: like anywhere else in the world, these murders can be truly horrific and shocking and we
3: want to shine more light upon them. Join us every two weeks on Scottish Murders where we'll bring you cases both solved and unsolved giving you an insight into the other side of Bonnie Scotland.
0: Find us wherever you stream your podcasts as well as on social
1: media.
3: Join Join us us there. There.
1: Bye. Bye!
3: So 2021 is upon us, and instead of flying cars and monkey robot butlers, we have a pandemic, we have media making every little annoying twit of a child think they're going to be the next famous celebrity because they did some stupid trend they've seen somebody else doing nine million times. We have people that are self-entitled and stupid and given a voice through social media, constantly whining about how everybody else is the problem and how everyone else needs fixings. We have celebrities lecturing us about how we have to give more so we can elevate everyone to a better life from the security of their seven-bedroom multi-million dollar estates. We have politicians lying to us that they're going to fix the situations we're in that they created in the first place. And then we've got me having the conversations that a lot of us are thinking but nobody's talking about because these things have to be said. I had to say at the podcast... Available wherever you get your podcast fix or at www.ihadtosayapodcast.com. Why don't you come listen to what I've got to say?
1: So, uh, Dr. Nathan goes to see the inmate, the gas brass, and he's bloody to hell. And she's looking at his cuts and he touches her face and she's like, stop it. She tells the nearby CO. I think that was Jones, Uh, that he should be in the hospital. And he says, no, can do. And she's like, look, I know he gas brass, but still go ask the warden.
0: Why did she not say, all right, I'm going to stand outside?
1: But I don't know. But while he's gone, the inmate Martinez kept touching her face and then touched her breasts. She tells him to stop again, and then she protects herself accordingly. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not mad at what she did. I'm not mad about the fact that she assaulted somebody that was touching her. She's a sexual assault survivor. Fuck that nigga up, sis. Fuck him up bad. Tell him, turn around and catch this fair one.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't blame her for that. I do blame her for the fact that she should have she, she left. Or at least stood outside, let them close the door on that nigga, and like be like, "All right, I'll wait till you get back." But like, go, we need to get him to the hospital. I, I'll stop for now.
1: Yeah, there's better ways that she could have handled it, but <laughs> I mean, in the moment, she handled the best way well, that I shot could think it of, as which if just,
2: she was having a flashback. She
1: was. The way they shot it. She was. She probably has PTSD. Yeah,
2: that's how they shot it.
1: And so she fucked that nigga up. <laughs> And then Sister P was like, "You know what? I think you wanted to fuck that nigga up. I think you wanted the control and all this." And I mean,
0: yeah, she was like, "Yeah, I don't know why I did that. I just lost control." She was like, "No, that was you
1: getting. No, that know. was you getting it control. <laughs> <laughs> now I got a lot control. I gave him kidney shots." <laughs> <laughs>
3: Now you all fucked up. <laughs> jam. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Right hook.
1: That's right. I, I stopped you out. I stopped you out, shit. <laughs> I said don't touch
0: me. Man, mm-hmm. Come on, let's <laughs> finish this damn decision. <laughs> man, let's let's go. Let's finish this damn episode.
1: Oh man. So then Saeed Schillinger and Beecher talk and Saeed gives his spiel about homosexuality being a perversion to God and Schillinger agrees but then Saeed is like look nigga you done assaulted both Beecher and Cyril and Schillinger's like no I didn't (laughs) and so Beecher yokes him up hella quick and it's like you full of shit and the cops come and break it up and like yo you
0: you just you just fucked somebody you
1: know, he sexually just went to Peter. fucking fuck with someone after this. Mm-hmm. And then right, right after, after that, he leaves out and he goes and he tells Peter, hey, getting therapy for what happened to you. That's a good idea. But if you use names, that's not healthy. And then they have a flashback of him sexually assaulting Peter, because why not? Um. So as we knew, uh, Catherine decides that she's going to defend Keller. And Beecher doesn't want him to doesn't want her to do it and she knows about him and Keller but uh he's worried that she's gonna fall in love with Keller too because Keller is very persuasive
0: and then it turned out to be completely different it was mm-hmm. uh, it was uh you you really trying to take my man what, it's like really like this is this is what this came down to you were trying to take my man
1: this is what you worried about huh she was like you know what
2: she was very progressive for 2001.
1: hmm He was like, Oh, I just want to meet who your boyfriend was. And he's like, yo, if 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 you want to make him happy, then you want to keep me alive. <laughs> Are we on the same page here? And they were. So she's gonna uh talk to Ke- or she's gonna defend Keller, and Keller's lying in her face like a motherfucker. He's she's like, Did you kill those three men? And he's like, No. Of course he's gonna
0: say that. I mean, of course he's
1: gonna say that. And um, then we have another sexual assault. And it's like, Jesus, I know this was before trigger warnings, but sh- so many fucking flashbacks. Adam Wendell and Franklin Thor- Winthorpe were convicted on January 14, 2002, of rape and attempted murder in the first degree. They were each sentenced to 28 years and up for parole in seven. For some reason, Adam gets sent to M-City and Franklin doesn't.
0: OK, let me I'm going to say this before we even start. Um, Dealing with these two.
1: I fucking hate this
0: storyline. I absolutely fucking hate everything about this storyline.
2: Which storyline?
0: 100% about these two dudes. I hate everything about this and what's coming. I fucking hate it. This is... It's... I hate it. I just hate it so much. I can't say nothing, but I fucking hate it.
1: Okay. I understand because the parts that I saw in this episode, I fucking hate it. So we're on the same oh, no. page. Oh, no, no,
0: no, 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 no. You ain't got nothing yet.
1: So, yeah, before I saw, I already hate it. So, uh, Adam gets bunked up with Beecher, and we find out he's a silver spoon kid who's never even made his own bed before. We also find out the Beecher knows Adam because his father was Beecher scoutmaster. And by the way, Bron Park, I went and looked. That shit's in Australia. Good try, motherfuckers. Um...
0: I tried to look it up, and they kept trying to uh, change it to Brown Park in Richmond.
1: Yeah, no, it's Brown Park out in uh, West Australia and shit. Um, and the thing that I kept thinking of, I know that this happened before that, but every time I looked at Adam, I just thought about that motherfucker at Stanford because yep. he kept trying to victim blame the, the woman.
0: The, wasn't it wasn't the affluenza kid they called him.
1: No, the 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 swimmer. I forgot what his name is.
0: No, but they called him something, right? No,
1: the affluent kid was the one to kill people while he was driving under the influence while he was a kid, but he was rich and he expected to get out. And then he got out and he went out and killed some more people doing the same fucking thing.
0: Okay, so that's that's different.
1: Mm-hmm. There's a lot of white boys that do this shit though. Yeah.
0: Show you how to do this, young. Yeah, the motherfucker got raped somebody and on his fucking press releases about him being charged for fucking rape. They're showing his fucking swim meets.
1: Yeah, they're showing his swim medals and shit.
0: Like, if you don't get the fuck out of here with this shit.
1: So, um, for what it's worth, Beecher wasn't having that victim blaming shit. He was like, you need to live <laughs> no, with this. Not at all. Because this shit is going to get you through. But at the same time, Beecher is treating Adam the same way that Leo treats fucking Clayton. And I don't like it. I didn't appreciate it from the jump. Uh, We have this rent. Hmm? Well, I understand that because he sees himself in him. No, he sees a friend of the family. No, he sees no, himself. No, no.
0: He's, he definitely sees himself. Someone he who's sees never himself. been in, someone who's never been in a situation like this or anything close. He definitely sees himself.
1: And see, the reason why I didn't see that is because he was like, "You need to take responsibility for what you did." Yeah, I don't that's know. That's what
2: nature yeah. said. That's what yeah. he said about himself when when he when he hit that girl, and people were like, "Well, you you know, you never were a bad person. You had a bad day, and you hit the girl." And he was like, "Yeah, I had a bad day, but I took a person's life, and I got to live with that." And that's essentially the way they portrayed this person, the way they portrayed this? it was that he never really did anything wrong his entire life. And then he got fucking blackout drunk and did that shit. And Beecher's like, no, like you can't blame it on the alcohol. You gotta live with that shit. But if that's not who you were before yourself, then you gotta do, you know, you gotta take the rest of your life to not be that person again, is essentially and- what Beecher was saying. He was seeing himself in him.
1: I know that the way that they set this whole thing up was to be like a recreation of season one. And they use Franklin to be some of that recreation. I just didn't like it. A random ass black dude named Clarence is about to tear Franklin up. And Clarence is a big black dude, like a big with no other lines. This nigga walk in and he's like, get straight to the point. Hey, pretty boy, you need some help? You ever suck cock before? <laughs> and then and then Vern goes, he ain't a gangster. His real name is Clarence. Like
0: <laughs> it gets him cleaned up out the fucking thing.
1: Every time somebody comes in in Oz and save somebody else. The only thing that comes to my head is still I am a real American. I can't help it. Vern stomps in with Robson and he's like, get the fuck out of here, Clarence. And Clarence's like, oh my god. <laughs> and he takes off. And
0: <laughs> and Robson just basically goes, you got a pretty mouth. And right?
1: Like, it's like, Vern is like, it, we'll protect you from people like that, the niggers, but you got a pretty mouth.
0: And I'm like, "Yo, ain't the tibio dick still missing? They don't know that. <laughs> do you even got any sensation anymore dog like they don't know that either that has, a, that, that has to like really fuck with some nerves or something like that that's why we only see burn fucking people like we don't see robeson doing anything oh that get that situation gets worse next season too
1: so robeson, uh, he boy. says he's gonna protect him for protect him for a cost and later on um adam is in the cafeteria sitting down with Beecher, and out of nowhere mm. That nigga comes walking through wearing makeup and ponytails and is dressed quite like Beecher was in season one. And for some reason, Robeson knows that Adam and Franklin are affiliated. And he comes over to Beecher and he tells him, "Your guys next. And I was like, how the fuck? How did did he even know that they were together? Because one of them, when they showed Adam going into Emerald City, it was after everybody else had been taken out. Like, Like everybody else was gone. So how'd he know, how'd Robeson know any of this?
0: I mean, one, they could, I mean, in the intervening time, they could have, you know, they could have had a conversation. that. that but, and then let's be honest, like, they got convicted together, I'm guessing. Yeah, but still, Robeson like,
1: how you know that this, yeah. is, this is
0: new?
2: Everybody know, everybody know what everybody did around me. but You know what I realized about this show is that... It don't make no sense. No, it's that it I could... No it, if you're someone who don't know people in prison... And your your only point of reference are shows like this. I can entirely that. see why people think criminals are just fucked up. Like, yeah, because it's like no matter how small the crime is for why people get in eyes. Once they get in eyes, they're just completely shitty fucking people, and Even they get like thrown the drug,
1: to the dogs like immediately. The drug everybody gets thrown shitty, to the wolves.
2: Like, yeah, the drug deals are shitty people. The rapists are city people. The murders are city people. Like it doesn't matter what you do if you're the people in eyes, oh, 99% of them are shit and there's shit in there. And it's just like, if, so if you're watching this show, you don't know anybody in prison. And you're like, huh, what is this a representation of what prison's like? And you hear like people say, oh, you know, some people go to prison because they have bad circumstances. And then you watch, but you don't know anybody like that, right? And then you watch and you get your information from the media, which a lot of people do about a number of different things. Is there, I mean, it happens to everyone, like all of us. It's parts of our, uh, parts of what how we view things in the world Are shaped by the media we consume Especially if that part of the world is not Something that we're related to And so if that's what you're If that's the world that you're living in And you watch this shit, you're probably like Fuck them people like, fuck, all, fuck anyone who goes to prison I don't want them back on the streets around My kids or you know whatever the fuck And that's kind of, I think that's why Part of the reason why people feel that way About criminals just had to say that because this this show doesn't do like if you watch TV today and they do a prison show it's much more nuanced than this Mm -hmm. like it's you have different characters like you have fucked up people because there are fucked up people in prison but then you have the people are just like that got in prison like the only person in this show that seems to be someone that's just like literally made a bad mistake but is a pretty good person is Beecher like he's the only person that's portrayed of that in this entire show even yeah, I mean, Augustus, who tries to, who claims to be a good person, does a bunch of fuck shit in prison and literally killed a cop for no reason.
1: And yet, this episode, I was furious at Beecher because Beecher goes to Saeed and asks him to protect Adam from the Aryans, which, first of all, no, that's not his job. This is a white-on-white crime, and you shouldn't be pulling black folks into it. And Saeed pretty much says the same exact thing. He's like, when I stab Vern for you, I put a lot of my Muslim brothers into jeopardy. And I ain't doing that again, especially not for some boy who rapes and beats women. And I felt personally that Beecher, being a survivor of sexual assault, should have been better.
2: I told you what we told you what this is. He
1: sees himself. I I know that. I know what you told me. And yet myself, this is how I feel that if. okay, I've been through a lot of shit. I've been through bullying. I've been through all kind of shit in my life. And if I saw and I have seen somebody who has been through the same stuff that I've been through and I tried to help them out in that regard. And I know this Scar remembers this person. I tried to help them out in that regard. I tried to stand there with them in that regard. But then they did some misogynist fuckboy shit that I couldn't stand by, and I had to let them go. Even if I see myself in somebody, I don't see myself in what you're doing.
2: But what if the misogynist fuck shit that they did is what you did, is how you see yourself
1: in them? I don't see how Beecher sees himself as a rapist.
2: It's not the, but it's not the rape that he sees himself in. He sees him as the person who was a good person who had a bad night. That's but see, that's
1: that's what I'm saying. That's that's that right there is literally white privilege.
2: No, because I don't I don't see it that
0: way. I see it because remember what he said to Beecher. It's like yo, I don't even remember what happened. I was so drunk and like, that is, the that is where Beecher connects. That's where Beecher sees him. That's where Beecher connects to this. I was so drunk. I don't even know what to happen. I don't, you know, like, because let's be honest, like he was there, but the, the other guy, you know what
1: the problem is with that, the problem is with that, honestly, to me. They didn't portray any of that in the actual flashbacks that they chose to show the whole thing of, including them trying to rip her clothes off. They didn't show them drinking. They didn't show any yeah, of that. Exactly. They just showed them assaulting her. So when he said that to him, I felt like Adam was, was lying. lying. Okay. So that's different. Yes. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Because with every other thing, they will show the whole thing that leads up to something. They show when dude hit the guy in the back of the head with the baseball right, but bat. You're this talking is about it. it
2: from a viewer. We're yes. talking about it from Beecher, so I'm, Beecher doesn't didn't Beecher see doesn't that. know what
1: happened. Beecher doesn't know the background story. Well, Beecher okay.
2: knows what happened, but Beecher didn't see the video that you saw.
1: Yeah. so that's Beecher, what I'm saying. Beecher didn't see this whole thing. That, uh, yeah, so,
2: yeah, so so he can only
0: go by this guy's word, and this guy's word connects to and his the, his the way, way life, this
2: guy's acting his own life, experience. and he's acting exactly how Beecher was acting. He's acting like dog. Like I don't know what happened. It's, it's not until it's not until after that Beecher realizes that he made a mistake. Yes, exactly. So it made sense to me for the Beecher character to act this way, one hundred percent.
0: Yeah, the way that he acted initially, and the way that he acted, the way that that look that he got like after the fact, after the after the fight or whatever, that's
2: where.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. where he
2: realized he fucked
1: up. So Beecher hits him off with, uh, "I've known Adam since he was a child," and. I mean, at any point, I know he's not going to be emoted, but it would have been nice, given what y'all are saying, if he is simply emoted what y'all are saying, which is, I see myself in him. And I can help That's him he- be a better person, but he has survived this.
0: That seemed pretty obvious to me. I don't it know what seemed
1: obvious to you.
0: Like, the 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 information that he was giving him was the information that Beecher felt like he needed... Witness. No, I'm he saying if it. he had gone to if
1: he had gone to Saeed and said, I'm doing this because of this, then I wouldn't have felt so gleeful when Saeed was like, nah, I'm good. Because <laughs> I felt really gleeful. I'm sorry. I felt fucking great. When Saeed was like, stop the mid-sentence, Was reminds him that the answer's no. So then Beecher stomped off and told Adam to talk to Tim and ask him to send the protective custody until Beecher could figure something else out. And so then we meet Francis Urbano, a.k.a. Frank the Fixer, convicted January 7, 2002 of murder in the first. He was sentenced to life, up for parole in 25 years. And isn't that the guy who killed Hank? Who is he? Frank the Fixer. Is that the dude that that Chucky had linked up with to kill Hank? I
2: feel like you're being racist right now.
1: No, I feel like his name was really Frank. And otherwise, I don't know why they would have brought him in and then not had him actually have any part to this actual episode. They just show what he did and showed him getting convicted. And that was it.
2: I don't remember the guy. Or was
1: he the guy who was the leader in the fight against the Aryans when they came in and 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 ropes and ran his finger up his back and was like, You cute. I like a man who sweats. And then the Italian showed up and a brawl broke out in the gym again because there were nobody in there again. And then the sword team had to come in there and break it up again. So either he was the leader of that gang on that in that situation which would be why you just got here why you already tugged Danieling over here or his story hasn't came up yet I feel like he's the one who killed Hank and it's gonna somehow come out and that's how Schillinger's gonna start funking with Beecher again in those closed group meetings So anyway
0: I know. I know the answer to the last part of what you said, but I don't. I don't know about this dude. Okay. I can't remember this dude.
1: So but Beecher know- goes to Chucky and asks him to protect Adam, and uses the because we both hate the Aryans. Am I right, Bond? And then Chucky's like, "All right, cool, we'll do that."
0: Yeah, it was. Ch- Chucky was just like, "I got you, dog." It's like for real. Mm-hmm. You're just, it's that's that's where you are going with this. Like, I got you, dog. Like. He just said, we hate the areas. I want to protect this kid. It was like, he didn't even have no time to ask him, like, okay, who the fuck is this kid?
1: Mm-hmm. What do he do? Why Why do I care? Like, what? how many favors am I giving you now because I fucked up about this whole and, murder for hire and thing? The
0: fact, and the fact that the murder for hire is the reason why I'm in this fucking hospital bed. Mm-hmm.
1: So, Rosen runs up with all the Arians on Beach and Adam Water playing basketball, and then the fight happens and everything. So, everyone gets locked down and burns alone. And Adam is in his pod with Beecher. And this made me mad all over again. Adam was terrified, but part of him just wanted to jump in and kick some ass. He could have, you know. He could have kicked some royal ass.
0: Yeah, that's when Beecher realizes that it wasn't a situation like his. Because, you know, he, he... you know, he got so excited by this. It was just like you got excited by the violence, and it's just like, no, bro, this is not something that want that you that you want to excite you. Mm-hmm. But just wait.
1: Um. So Ryan goes to deliver food to the medical ward, and while he's in here, in there, he talks to Doctor Nathan. Doctor Nathan asks him if he's told his mom about how he and Cyril killed her husband and everything. And he's like, no, because I don't want her to hate me. And she's like, you should really tell her. Because I think she'll love you. Loving Ryan O'Reilly is not something you choose to do. And I was like, oh, shit. Is she saying she's in love with him again? Or is she saying that she was forced into love? Or what exactly is this stating? No, she's
2: saying that I fell in love with you, even though I know I shouldn't, is what she's saying.
1: And so he goes to see his mom, and she plays hip-hop for him, and he dances. And no, Cyril first did of all, stand. Cyril
2: was oh. singing Mary Had a Little Lamb.
1: No, he was singing Old oh, McDonald Had a Farm. Old
0: MacDonald on <laughs> me on his farm, he has some cars. But um um no uh, uh Ryan puts in that tape himself and because she wants she prop she basically insinuates that she wants him to try to sing and he's just like no nah, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna dance, I'm gonna hip hop dance, I'm gonna hip hop dance.
2: Even Cyril did the spinning on the head thing. He, well, he, he didn't, he didn't quite head. spin. He, he spin. got on his head. He didn't, he didn't it was,
0: spin. It, it looked like he was about to start spinning, and maybe that ain't go so well, so they cut it right before he started spinning.
1: Mm-hmm. And so um, let me see what else. The next thing that happens is that Ja Kim Min tells Lee Chen that today's a day, but they also mention that a random inmate, Shoup, was walking past, and Shoop walks over to Ryan and tells him that he needs to talk to him, and Ryan's like, I'll give you 10 seconds. Shoop tells him about Lee and Ja plotting to sexually assault Ryan's mom. Again, sexual assault. This like the fourth time in this episode. I don't think,
0: I don't, I think he was a setup by, by, well, yeah, definitely. Lee and, ja. Lee but and still, ja sent him over there to say some shit.
1: But still, no, definitely, but still, this is the fourth time that they've talked about sexual assault on this episode or done something regarding alluding to sexual assault. Uh, so, Ryan goes over to Lee and shanks him once or tries to shank him and gets knocked the fuck out. And then Cyril super shanks him and kills Lee. So Cyril got sent to solitary. Mm. Tim tells Ryan that Cyril's either going to death row or the insane asylum. And they literally threw Cyril into solitary and didn't even take his handcuffs off. After that, Ryan asked Ja to tell McManus that Lee was gonna rape his mother. And Ja tells him, Nah man, I'm gonna sit on the front row and watch his white ass fry.
2: Yep. So what and- happened here? I was very confused.
0: Why why was why was why would someone who wants to kill you be like, I'm gonna go talk to McManus for you because you asked? Like, yo, get the fuck out of my face. Fuck out of here. He didn't even offer him nothing in the exchange. He just said, "I need you to go talk to man Advan- to go go talk to McManus for real mm-hmm. That's it.
1: Mhm. Go tell on your homie that you were standing right next to what really happened. Now fuck you, bro. So then uh Ryan goes into a rage of racial slurs. Rage in the cage. mhm-. well, he started it. Yeah, he walked right into this. Like, you didn't even know if what they were saying, what the dude told you was true. You just went off what somebody else told you.
0: Well, the Asian dude called him a mick or some shit like that, and that kind of started.
1: No, what I'm saying is Ryan really walked into all of this without anything, any proof. Yep. He was just like, oh, you heard that they're going to rape my mama? Oh, okay, I'm going to stab him.
2: I mean, should he have waited till they raped his mom?
1: So you murdering somebody off what I tell you here in America or here in California. You can't hey, compare, I heard somebody's going to, I heard, some,
2: him, I heard somebody's going to rob
1: you. I heard somebody's going to steal your Tesla. You going to go shoot somebody now?
2: You can't compare that to Oz. It's Oz we're talking about.
1: I can go talk to McManus and be like, yo, I need protection with my mom because I heard this is going to happen. Who if they protect it since this show started? He could still try. You don't have to go and murder somebody.
2: If I think someone's about to rape my mother and I believe it's credible, yes, I I might murder that person.
1: And also, if an enemy is literally telling me I can't control this guy and you see that him and this guy are always walking around together, I'm not believing shit you tell me. And I'm not believing a guy who literally I, I, I don't know and don't respect enough that I'm like, I'm going to give you 10 seconds to talk to me. I need a bit more than that. This is Ryan O'Reilly. This is the fucking snake of all snakes. And you're just going to run over off a whim and stab somebody because somebody you don't even know says, hey, I heard this. No, nah, that ain't Ryan. That ain't Ryan. It's I've seen mother. too much of this show to believe that that's what Ryan would do. Ryan yeah, will are you're,
2: you're missing something. You're missing the big thing to stand you right in his face.
1: How much he loves his mother.
2: The only it's emotion. Emotion clouds people's decision making. All the other stuff that he's make, done has been meticulous because he's separated
1: from it. The only he, uh, time he
2: makes emotional decisions
1: was with Cyril. was in, And Gloria and his and mom.
2: Gloria and his mom because it's emotion.
1: Yeah, that's true. He was dumb for this one. though. He fell right into it.
0: Yep. Now Cyril ass is in real deal trouble.
1: Mm-hmm and so then burr goes and talks to uh leo and tells him he wants control of the cafeteria because you know there ain't nobody there to run it and he also wants all the uh sicilians thrown out the cafeteria because they're troublemakers
2: why did he, he why so did they he? did that because punk in the hospital
1: mm-hmm. and yeah. peter is in recovery from getting sexually oh, yeah. assaulted and so um, the next thing that happens after that is that uh, Beecher is walking down the hallway at, um, you know, just in M City, and just happens upon Augustus mourning his mom and tries to help out. Augustus, where's your dog? We're really gonna listen to his old I'm playing with it right now. Thinking about your mother? Yeah, believe it or not, it's gonna take more than a few weeks for me to get over her death. Uh, that's not what I meant. I just keep picturing it, out. trying to figure out which way is up. A fucking bus rolls. She hated closed spaces being trapped. Freaked her out. Now she's trapped forever in some cheap-ass coffin. You gotta move beyond that. Fuck you, Beecher.
3: I know what you're feeling. I buried my son. You know, this may sound strange, but you gotta work those images. Your mind's already taken your mother from the bus to the grave. Now keep going. You gotta picture her body under the ground, rotting away. Get the fuck out of my... Listen to me. You have to imagine your mother decaying. The maggots eating away her flesh, leaving nothing but the bone. You gotta hear the coffin splinter. You gotta smell the dirt falling through the cracks. Why the fuck would I want to do that? To let your mother go. Right now, she's defined by her death. This is the only way to lose the horror of what happened and to move on to everything good about her. I can't, you fuck. All I can see is the fucking bus. Just take a walk, Beecher. Take a fucking walk.
0: Okay, so. <laughs> when white people try to help. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you were, This is not what you... Look, I've been through some things with grief. And I've, I've, I've grieved quite a few things and quite a few people. You, He said the opposite of what you're supposed to say. Stop dwelling on the end of their life. You need to remember their life and what their life was about and what their life means to you. Um, the good times, like, you know, that's your mom. So I'm pretty sure you have a lot of things that you can hold on to, to hold on to the memory of that person. You don't say... You have to imagine her in there. She's decaying she's the and she's going to fade away and there's going to be maggots. And like, calm the fuck down, dog.
1: He at did, the he same went about time. This- at the same time. He shouldn't have said all that extra credit shit. If that's what helped him get through it. If that's I mean- what helped him through his walk with his wife and his son. OK, he's just I mean, from the stand, I can see exactly where you're coming from. You're absolutely right. That's your walk. If what helped him out in his walk was a vision that then. I don't know.
2: I thought what I mean- he was trying to say was like, you got to come to grips that they're, they're in the ground and they're gone so that you can start. to. Because th- he did say so that yeah. you can start to think about her her life. And the what she you know whatever the same thing you just said he said that I mean, part no
0: here's 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 what here's the easy the the way he could have said this easier and i say this to people sometimes when they're going through some shit the only way out is through so like if you're gonna feel it feel it all get it all out and then try to grab on the good part about it and move forward you need to get it all out of you um, you know, if you need to take a moment, go in there, scream into a pillow, do whatever you need to. The only way out is through in a lot of these situations. And that's what he meant. But what he said was, think of your mom decaying.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, then his, and then he said, I keep thinking about the bus. Like, you don't know shit about that bus. You won't fucking there. Oh, you know, is she died in a bus and it fucking rolled. You don't know. You ain't see what we saw. So like I didn't, are you thinking about the bus? No, no, you just keep thinking that your mom is gone, and that's that's okay. It's all right. But like to say, I'm thinking about the bus, like fuck that. No, you didn't, because you ain't seen no bus. You ain't seen no hide, no hair, no tire, no you, nothing of a fucking bus. Fuck out of here.
1: Uh, um I I don't know. I I guess it's because I'm still on some fuck Augusta shit. That I was like, look, even if you don't like the way somebody's helping, at least they're trying to help. Everybody else has walked right past you. Poet didn't say, hey, man, let's take time out to really talk about what's going on with you. Poe was just like, yo, give this nigga some drugs. He's been clean for like four years. Welcome back, nigga.
0: Exactly. He's been clean since Jacksonville, right?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Fucking role model. Which we still exactly. ain't seen Jackson. Hopefully, Jackson's the one who tells him to stop doing drugs and pulls him back out the hole.
0: Uh, no, but he'll be back. He'll be back. Oh, good, he's coming back. Well,
1: yeah, Jackson's, the season ends eventually.
0: Jackson, Jackson, Jackson
1: will be back. NBA season ends. The nigga got to go somewhere. <laughs> Vanessa's like, go get paid, bitch.
0: <laughs> you know, at one at one point he was, uh, he was, he was fucking an uh, equally bad actor. You know Rick Fox and Elijah Dushku were a thing for a bit.
1: No, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, buddy, that's how that's how he ended up in that one episode of Dollhouse.
1: See, and that's the problem. <laughs> I can't see her as anything but the kid from Bring It On.
0: Nah, it's, she's Faith to me always.
1: I never saw it, it. but I was from, never from, a, from Buffy. a. I know, I know, I was never a Buffy fan, which yeah. is why when you make us watch it, <sighs> ain't that shit like ten seasons long and shit? Not
0: seven. I think. Mean.
1: But aren't each season like 30 episodes long and shit? Yeah, there's,
0: there's, there's some long seasons, except for the first season. All the rest of them are long. It was, it was on regular ass TV. You know, it they, they was going like 20, 20 something episodes.
1: Yeah, shit. that villain of the week shit. Like, I think that should be a rule. We can't do. If <laughs> <laughs> no, we ever that. do a show
2: like that, that, if we ever do a 20 episode show, we don't have to do two episodes a week. Right. I think we should do two episodes a week for this shit, so we can get this shit out of a fucking way. <laughs> I don't disagree with you. <laughs> I, do not, I disagree with that,
1: listeners. If y'all want us to double up on this shit, let us know. I'll, I'll I will take it into account because
0: because um, we have because ha- like at this point, we're all struggling to get through this. Now, I find it to be, I find most of it to be hilarious. I find I found this episode to be highly forgettable.
2: It was just boring. It wasn't. It didn't make me angry though, like the no. last few episodes. No,
1: it was just yeah, like you said, it was just look.
0: And I just watched this shit hours ago, and I'm just kind of like, I don't, I don't, I ain't got it. Like,
1: <laughs> so the we just gonna skip. So uh, Omar got on my nerves by singing all the time. Um, they he
0: got on Saeed's nerves by singing. Got all
1: on side's nerves. They built him a broom closet or a janitor's closet to sing in. This the nigga office. comes out from singing in the janitor's office and he's been with Saeed in Saeed's pod for at least a week and he knows Saeed's a Muslim so he knows Muslims pray like,
0: He wasn't even praying, he was meditating You can clearly see that motherfucker was meditating He was sitting there contemplating the the, the, the meaning of life and he just kind of walks in there just like
1: yeah, Jack, Yeah Jack <laughs> I was singing and shit and I got this room, Jack. <laughs> Why are you mad, Jack? I don't know. So Saeed kicked him out, and he goes and talks to a Poet. And Arif is starting to feel left out again. He's starting to feel like Omar is so much of a distraction, and Ahmad doesn't agree. And then fucking ropes and walks in and says Arif this is shit. so
2: polite. What did he go to jail for? He's so polite on this show. Um, I can't remember exactly. It was drugs, something
0: related. It was to drugs
1: because his wife was talking about it on the bus oh, yeah. he when was she died. A drug problem. She was talking about it when she died on the bus, and you ain't see a reef breaking down, Augustus.
2: Yeah, so- it's like
0: it's like he don't give a fuck at all. <laughs> <laughs> like we see, well, that's <laughs> probably why he once. We he seen to give Burr, a sermon. We seen Burr show more emotion than a reef.
1: So, so
0: about the about the bus accident.
1: I just wanna make sure I have this written down because I'm not gonna make this into a sound bite because white people, I am not accommodating you like that. But this shit was fucking hilarious. This nigga is talking to reef and reef feels like Omar's too much of a distraction. Ahmad doesn't agree and then Robeson shows up.
2: Do you feel spiritually adrift now that I've taken somebody else under my wing? Imam? Hey, I oh, looky here.
3: Huey, Dewey and Jigabooey are having a little lesson. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's great.
3: That shit. Oh God, he
1: called him Huey, Dewey, and Jigabooey and I lost it. And that's not right. That's not right. <laughs> nah,
0: that's, that's not right. that's ass niggas right there,
2: though. That's definitely right.
0: That's job ass niggas. You gotta go with job ass niggas for that one.
1: Huey, Dewey, and Jigabooey
2: I appreciate the the nonchalant racism
1: right Man. yeah, I mean, I, I yeah robeson,
0: robeson is good at this but well, just wait but um robeson is good at this because um because schillinger would just go fucking nigger and just keep it moving
1: is <laughs> like i got you Huey, <laughs> dewey and jigaboo you know what i might just have to make that into a sound clip what i hate
0: please don't
1: jive ass niggas oh.
0: <laughs> I thought about that the other day because somebody, uh, a young dude who was uh, listening to a bunch of 90s hip-hop, um, uh, he listened to Last Days and still a Stinky Fingers part. I can't hear nothing but that. I can only hear Stinky Fingers when you say that. Um, but yeah.
1: So, um, Robson tells the other Aryans that in order to send a message to Saeed, they had to kill the youngest in the pride. So, of course, that means Ahmad's going to die. I don't fucking care.
0: Why, why, why was he left by himself that long, long enough for them to slice him up? It wasn't just they just stabbed him and went on about their business. Like, they had time today.
1: They tortured him and they showed every fucking cut.
0: Yeah. Like, why, why was he by himself for that amount of time?
1: Oh no, who the fuck directed this episode? That's what I wanted to know because they took time out to make sure you knew she was getting assaulted, that you knew he was getting tortured. Like, come on, y'all. Let's 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 have some sort of can we just be a little bit less crass about this,
0: people? Jay Miller Tobin. I don't know who Jay Miller Tobin is.
1: Don't know who that is either. But that was the end of the episode. I don't know a don't, weird way to end it. Right? With some nigga that you don't even care about getting stabbed up. Cut by cut.
0: Good God. This dude has done a whole lot of TV.
1: I can't even think of who the MVP would be of this episode, honestly. Maybe Keller.
0: Um yeah, I, I don't I there was nothing really that memorable about anything that anyone did.
1: Chico chico's mvp because he pulled the shit out of that nigga and then turned on him hella quick like
0: martin
3: montgomery
0: (laughs) (laughs) you did that on purpose you did that so someone can so so my man can say something on twitter
1: oh it's okay you know i'm trying to accommodate our listeners so he literally just was like hey man you don't want to do that and then turn around just raged on him Hey, man. Hey, man. Don't 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 shoot me in my back on Call of Duty, man. Just see me one on one. We'll use fists. You know what? You know what? Real talk. Real talk. I have done that before when I used to play perfect dark with niggas. They used to run around with the fucking laptop gun and throw it up and make it into a fucking sentry gun or whatever. And I told a nigga who ran up on me right after I died and respawned right in front of him. And he was about to shoot me. And I was like, Nah, man, don't do that. Let's just square up. Let's go fisticuffs. Let's do that.
0: Run ones.
1: Right? And he he ran the fair one and I punched him and he had a fucking proximity mine on him. And I threw it on his body.
0: <laughs> this was making a new perfect dark.
1: I hope it's better than perfect dark zero. That shit was horrible.
0: I bought Perfect Dark Zero. Actually, I still have it, and I put it in one time, and I was just like, nope, this ain't to move.
1: You know, it's only fun if you're playing it with um, people, and then you have bots, and you're playing multiplayer. The regular version, the, the single player is bad. Uh, but if I want to play with bots, I'm just going to play the original Perfect Dark. Oh, also, you heard that Halo Infinite has bots now, right?
0: Yeah, all of the all of the tests that they have been doing, it is your bot team work. Teams, your team's versus bots.
1: Yeah. By the way, this is the soundbite that we're gonna have whenever that nigga walks in the room.
3: Hey, it's Franklin.
0: <laughs> uh, He's think. already
1: got the pigtails. It, it it ain't going I, nowhere but down
0: i can't say anything i can't say what i want to
1: so. brandy you got anything big coming up recently or coming up soon um the Watch the Series podcast
2: is on hiatus until w- wait what october and october's
1: like backwards.
0: fucking next
2: week yeah we october, haven't done a show in like a October's was friday we have done a show in over a month really yeah we took a break so we'll be back in October. It's, it's been a month since the last time I saw y'all on Facebook doing a live show. And I got it so we can get back on the grind with reviewing movies and doing the show. And uh, me and Stephanie and Lauren from the Two Woke Girls podcast are going to review the last season of Insecure. So that'll be so much fun.
1: Okay. I, I have uh, opinions and thoughts of what's going to happen. Most of them have to do with Lawrence uh not being a good baby father
2: see never, you're still I on never. that you're still on that hating lawrence shit i see i have never watched a second of it i see i see where i see where no i just
1: it. i just no i feel like they're going to write him in that way because that's what they feel like the audience wants and that's what i'm scared of i could definitely see him being a good but father they he's a good the character to grow
2: like he's grown since season one he's it's definitely like, grown that doesn't seem like it would make sense to me for
1: him to be like that. A lot of shit that I see on HBO doesn't make sense. <laughs> Witness season 5 of 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 Oz. I watched the nigga Cole. literally speaking disappeared. He 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 vanished, y'all. Speak,
0: speaking of uh things on HBO that doesn't make any sense. I watched Tenet yesterday for the first time.
1: Oh, when niggas sense. told me that they had to take notes about that movie, I was like, "I'm good." Tenet makes sense to me. I love Tenet. It made uh, it, sense to me when I watched it, but that was after hearing a lot of other people's reviews where they were like, I had to take notes. And I'm like, Nisha and I watched it. It was cool. I wouldn't buy it. I wouldn't. But it was cool.
0: That, that man's a good actor.
1: I felt like it was, I felt like yeah, it, it was is. another inception type movie. Honestly. Yes.
0: Yeah, because almost almost all of his movies have something to do with time travel.
1: Yeah, and so I felt like you know even, it, it even was... the
0: Dark Knight Rises because like how the fuck did Batman get from where he was back to the city that fucking fast?
1: He's on Oz time.
0: And and <laughs> at the end when Batman fucking survives that fucking explosion, how the fuck does he end up sitting there? On, at but the it's cafe? not time
2: travel; it's time
1: inversion.
0: time time manipulation of any kind is still time manipulation of any kind
1: and in this time version it was bullshit time inversion yeah in in this vision in this version I didn't like it
2: in, but you don't get time travel. We already established that. on. Terminator. No, I get
1: time travel. I get it just fine. And I know that the shit don't make no sense, which is exactly why they had to retcon like 95% of the Terminator movies. They didn't have to retcon it. They, <laughs> they, they retcon because them niggas were like, you know what? Fuck it. Linda Hamilton died of cancer. And then how do we get her to pop back up in the final movie? Oh, let's just act like parts three through five never no, happened. That was a retcon. The first three movies
2: weren't retcon.
1: No, the the third movie was. was So everything other than after Terminator Judgment Day didn't happen.
2: That's what James Cameron said.
1: But the third movie was clearly. But the the third movie movie movie. is where they said that she died of cancer.
2: Yeah. Then, like, where does the TV show fit in all this? Right. The third movie, the first movie ended ended in in like 1995 or 96, or something like that. Whatever the fuck, 94. The third movie says she died of cancer in 1998. So that was still part of the first two movies at the time when it was written. It wasn't retcon yet.
1: It got retcon soon. The,
0: the Terminator, let me tell you all something. This should be proof that never have Summer Glow on your TV show.
1: Every what the TV fuck show, is Summer Glow.
0: Every 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 person um, she was um um in Firefly, she was the, the weird
1: one. Oh, you're still talking about that shit. Okay. No, ahead. no,
0: but she played in the TV show, the, the Terminator TV show. Yeah, she was yeah, the yeah. Terminator.
1: Firefly, Firefly, whatever. Go. No, but
0: she played in the Terminator TV show. She was the fucking Terminator.
1: Okay, cool. Fucking every, Firefly. Every whatever. TV
0: show she's been in has gotten canceled real fast.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, okay, cool. Firefly, go. Fucking Firefly, fucking Joss Whedon, fanboy bullshit, Firefly, fucking Castle.
0: I've never watched Castle. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't know. I did, I did like the, um, I did Dr. I did like Dr. Horrible and his yeah. sing-along blog.
2: That was really good.
1: Yeah. I should make Brandon watch it for hindsight.
0: Dr. Horrible? Yeah. Dr. Horrible's not bad for hindsight.
1: And it's really quick.
0: Yeah. It's, it's... Yeah, it's pretty fast.
1: It was a web series and it was really good, Brandon. I think you might like it, like, honestly. I think you would, because it's about superheroes or supervillains, rather.
2: If you say so.
1: But anyways, uh, 916-633-1537. Return to Oswald at gmail.com. You can leave a review on Podchaser and then copy that and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and then copy that and then leave a review on good pods. Uh, Five stars for each of them. If it's not five stars, just let us know why. If it has to do with my jokes, you can go fuck yourself. I'm going to find you. Um, also, uh, scars on Twitter at scarfinger. Brandon's on Twitter at that cool black nerd. Black it's i K. Okay. I'm Rashani, and the show is Return to Oswald. Uh, you can donate to the show at Patreon.com/slash Single Simulcast or at BuyMeACoffee.com/slash SScast or at uh, GoodPods. Uh, you can go to the tip jar and leave a tip. I think that's about it. I think. Uh, I'm telling y'all though. I'm deadly serious, listeners. They will do an episode without me if they win the lottery. Like I will literally watch the episode and leave a note saying I'm fucking out.
0: Okay, so can I just tell you? If no, you, if this is no, what
1: you're saying, no,
0: no. I could just tell. No.
1: You.
0: I mean, I could No. Just tell I mean, it, it, it's possible. No, and I could just tell no, you, so you prepare no, yourself. No,
1: no, 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 no. But see, here's the thing. No,
0: I'm, I'm, no, I'm just gonna say this, and this isn't a spoiler. You have to, at the very least, you have to watch the episode after.
1: <laughs> Prize drawing. <laughs>
0: Fuck you, <laughs> you have to, the very least, you have to watch. The I'm episode.
1: not gonna spoil it, but you have to watch the episode after the shit happens. After,
0: that's after the right. press after I say after the draw, that's not
1: right. That's not right.
0: Drawing. I didn't say after he won.
1: That's true. He, did you, say after he didn't. The he he did. He did. He did. You're right. You're so right,
0: you're right. you you have to at least watch the episode after because that makes that is what makes the the storyline work.
1: Mm. okay thank y'all so much for listening we greatly appreciate it this might be my last episode y'all be good I'ma holler you later
0: Brandon can host the show you, you Brandon
1: can host the show it's gonna be like when Augustus goes to do the, the fucking Matrix
0: I'm telling you the, the last episode of this season there's gonna be there's going to be fucking pitchforks.
1: (laughs) So you want me to watch so I can can hate watch a finale?
0: I'm just saying, if y'all decide to quit after the last episode (laughs) of this season, I'm not saying I agree, but I understand.
1: Fuck you, dad. (laughs) Y'all be good. Oh, Scar, any sales or anything coming up?
0: Um... I'm, I'm i'm working on something i just got some new scents in and i'm um uh, i started actually painting again so i'm doing so i'm doing a little bit of both uh but so it's it's all coming it's all it's all coming around
1: I'm- okay and i need to buy another uh candle warmer so i'm gonna buy it from you okay i got you yeah i'll probably buy two i'll hit you up. i got
0: i got a two-in-one that's that's bomb diggy y'all
1: no i just need two warmers
0: no, it's a two-in-one, like you can take a, you can put. No, but you know, I need
1: to buy two warmers.
0: I know, but it's a, two, but I'm saying the the ones that I have are really nice and they are two-in-one. You take the top part off and then you can set a candle on there. And oh, okay.
1: There. Yeah, yeah, that's up. Yeah, that's good. I don't want that. Thank y'all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Y'all be good. We're going to holler at you later. Peace. Peace
0: up?
2: That's me, fucking role model. This is Single Simulcast.